The Grace Chaser Podcast is a weekly show designed to uplift and inspire. You'll slow down, tune in, and nourish your mind, body, and soul. If you want to break cycles, change the rules, and heal the past, this is the show for you. Are you overwhelmed? Exhausted? Do you feel like you've lost your light? Or maybe you're just too busy taking care of everyone else that you don't even know how you feel or what you need. Through self-love, spirituality, sisterhood, and moon magic, you'll emerge from exhausted to empowered. Tune in each week as the Grace Chaser podcast reflects on navigating the journey of the day-in, day-out practice of staying in the light. Let's create the space for transformation and healing with a little magic sprinkled along the way. Welcome, Grace Chaser sisters. Your host, Casey Marandino. Thank you for joining me today. So today I kind of wanted to talk about um, the waning phase of the moon and kind of what it brings, what it sets us up for. And then I wanted to dive into, you know, what we should be doing during this phase and how we can kind of set ourselves up for the next phase. So right now, at the time of this recording, which is Tuesday, September 8th, 2020, we are deep into the disseminating phase of the moon. This is the first phase of the waning cycle, and this is when we release. I know that there are a lot of people out there that say that you should release with a full moon, but I feel completely different, and I think that we are allowed to believe and teach whatever it is that we feel strongly about. So stay with me for a bit. The full moon is a time of nourishment. It's a time of completion. It's a time of embodiment. It's a time to focus on gratitude and to see what is being illuminated so that we can get to work in the next phase. Our energy is heightened and we typically want to be seen or we want to be around others. So the full moon is a great time for social gatherings. It's a great time to have a launch in your business. It's a great time to just kind of do a Facebook Live or maybe do a, host a class, depending on what it is that you're, you know, working on. The full moon is a great time for all of those big things. However, as the moon begins to wane, that vibe starts to change we start to feel a pull inwards and the moon invites in more darkness. And so do we. So um, typically the full moon is, you know, about 24 hours. You'll, you'll see it. Obviously we don't see the moon when it's dark, but the moon is full for about 24 hours. But you can feel the, the effects of a full moon for about two days before and two days after. So truthfully, I don't think that's enough time to release and to really do the deep work that is meant to happen. So I like to do that in the in the next part of the cycle when the moon starts to fade into darkness. Um, and that's when the waning moon, it's really all about clearing. It's a time to make space for the next cycle. This is where we reflect on what is blocking us from receiving. This is where we pay close attention to energetic leaks or maybe roadblocks that might be holding us back. And it's where we release all that's no longer serving us. 
it's a great time to clear the clutter and the cobwebs in your home so that energy is able to flow and to bring clarity to your mind. This is when I sage. Well, I sage all the time, but I love to sage during the waning cycle. But I want to back up a little bit. And I want to talk about how in this phase, it's so important to reflect on what is blocking us from receiving. Let me ask you, is this something you've really ever thought about? Have you ever thought about how you could be what is blocking you from receiving and from what is living your best life? When I teach about manifesting miracles, I teach from a place of co-creation. I teach from a place of aligned action. I believe that we are all responsible for the lives that we live. There are, of course, there are always areas to improve and to grow. And of course, I'm not talking about, you know, trauma or sickness or perhaps things that are out of our control. I'm talking about where we do have control. And that is how we react to things in our lives, how we move forward, and also how we begin to co-create our lives. So today I thought it would be an excellent time to talk about the three things that block us from receiving. And these are the exact three things that are most likely keeping your manifestations from happening. So when you think about the word manifestation, what comes to mind? What is your definition of it? Now, I know that we're on a podcast and you can't answer me, but I've heard things like, you know, um, writing my intentions and, you know, having them come true or hoping they come true or writing them and then never coming back to them or making vision boards. I mean, whatever it is, I want you to take a moment and just ask yourself, how do you define manifestation? To me, I define manifestation as the art of using your inner light, aka your inner grace, to co-create with the universe and to bring something to life. So the formula for manifestation is intention plus belief plus aligned action plus vibration equals manifestation. And we're going to go into these as I go through the podcast. But I just wanted to give you an overall definition of what manifestation is. So I'll just repeat it again for you. So it's the art of using your inner light, aka your inner grace, to co-create with the universe and to bring something to life. So the first thing that I believe blocks you from receiving is your belief. Belief is your superpower. In order to receive, we must believe. And as Dr. Wayne Dyer says, you'll see it when you believe it. But let's get, let's get honest here for a minute. When you write your intentions, do you actually believe that they'll happen? Do you actually feel like they can be attained? More often than not, the answers that I hear, the answer that I hear from clients is no, that they don't honestly believe that they can attain what they're writing down. So the first thing that blocks our belief is fear. Fear is the biggest form of resistance. 
Fear can live in your mental, physical, or emotional body. It could also be something you're not aware of. So fear is a big one. And if you listened to last week's episode, we talked about fear and how we can feel the fear and move forward anyway by calling in the energy of brave. So in case you missed that, you guys can tune back into episode 27 and just check out what calling in the energy of brave looks like. But coming back to belief, so the second part of what blocks our belief is going too big too quickly. And so I am I am definitely your biggest cheerleader, and I'm all about going after your dreams. And I always use this example because I think it's so um, relatable. And if you're manifesting a million-dollar beach home, but let's say you still live at home with your parents, the energetic belief and the reality that you will be living in a million-dollar beach home short term, it's just not there. So I'm not saying give up on your dreams. I'm saying make it believable. Make it something that you can attain. So maybe it's not living from your childhood bedroom at your parents' house to going to that million-dollar beach home, but maybe it's getting your first apartment. Maybe it's then then that you start to co-create with the universe. And you start to align your beliefs. You start to make belief your superpower, right? And then the last thing that blocks our belief is clarity in our vision. So if you're not clearly seeing the vision for your life and where you want to go, where you want to, you know, be and what you want to do, how are you going to be firm in your belief of your manifestations happening? Right. And so this could be something that's really blocking you from receiving is that you kind of could be all over the place. Like, yeah, I'd love a new job or I'd love a new house, but you kind of feel really good where you're at some days. So you need to kind of take a step back and spend some time where you can get clarity in your vision. All right. So that sums up our the first thing that blocks you from receiving, which is your belief. The second thing that blocks you from receiving is not taking aligned action. And this is where most people drop the ball. Aligned action is crucial. So I want you to take a moment and I want you to get honest with yourself again. And I want you to think about when you write your intentions, do you actually start to work towards these things? Or... Do you leave that magical moon circle and go about your life with your fingers crossed and hope they'll come true? Most people that I talk to go with number two. So they come each month to the moon circle and, you know, they're all in that energy and they feel good and they leave and they're on such a high note. And then they just kind of go back to their lives and they just, they don't come back to their intentions until the next moon cycle. And they're wondering, you know, why they don't have that Mercedes-Benz in the driveway. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but they didn't take aligned action. They're not co-creating anything because they're not working towards their dreams. So that's just the reality of this. So if you're not taking aligned action, you are absolutely 100% blocking yourself from receiving. And 
couple of things that block our aligned action. So, or block us from taking aligned action. So the first thing is our comfort zone. This is where we live. And you know what? We're all guilty of staying in our comfort zone from time to time. But if you want change, if you want transformation, if you want to live your big dreams, you have to do the work. That's just, you know, plain and simple. You have to do the work. And not just work. You have to do aligned work. So taking aligned action, making sure that what you are doing is in line with your aligned with your dreams. Okay. So the second thing that blocks our aligned action is time. So how often do you schedule time in for yourself so that you can take aligned action? Like actually write it down like in your planner. More often than not, the answer here is or what I hear back is just like crickets. Like Like this is some crazy concept that people haven't heard of, of like scheduling time in for yourself. If you don't actually schedule yourself in to take aligned action, you're definitely blocking yourself from receiving because you're not doing the work again. And then the third thing is not having a plan. So you need a roadmap for aligned action. And I like to think of this as like the treasure map for guiding you to your treasure. This is a clear action plan that will help speed up the process of your dreams coming true. Plus, the universe will feel that and they'll be like, this sister is serious. Let me see where I can meet her. Let me see how I can help her. Let me see how I can help co-create her dreams for her. And then you start receiving, right? So I'll just give you an example here of taking aligned action and where you can drop the ball. So back in January of 2020 at our, you know, moon vision mini retreat, I announced publicly that one of my intentions was going to be to write a book this year or to start to write a book. Well, In order to actually write a book, I have to do these three things. So I have to break out of my comfort zone and I have to feel the fear and do it anyway, right? I have to schedule time in to actually write because the book isn't going to write itself, although that would be fabulous. I schedule time each week, blocks of time to spend writing and sometimes I'm actually writing on things for the book. And other times I'm doing like a brain dump because I can't get my own energy out of my head. But I'm still writing and I'm showing up. And then my roadmap, my plan for my aligned action is like the first step is, you know, making that time to write. And the second step is, you know, looking for a copy editor or someone to kind of help me go through the process. And then the third step would be publishing. And I try to generalize these steps in my action plan so that it kind of covers a bunch of mini steps, but it also doesn't keep me, you know, focused on the details of the third step when I'm really in the first step, if that makes sense. So and then I don't worry about the next step until I'm I'm there. Right. So I know kind of where I'm going, but I'm still focused where I am. 
So not having or not taking aligned action is definitely something to look at if you feel you are not receiving. All right. And the third thing that this one I know for sure without a doubt blocks you from receiving is your vibration, your energetic embodiment. And truthfully, this is where most of my clients don't even realize that they have a block. So let's get honest here with this one. And I want you to take a moment and just think about your vibration. Think about your energy and your frequency. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Anything? So oftentimes when I ask this question, I am, you know, I receive the answer back that, oh, I didn't, I don't, I don't think about that or I didn't realize that could be a factor. Well, truthfully, this should be number one. So energy. Energy is my number one focus. How many of you make energy your number one focus? Or maybe does it even make your top five? So there's the theory that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transformed. So basically, we all have what we have. We have this bank of energy and there's no like energy store where you can go to and get more. You just have what you have and you have to constantly be transforming your energy. And we have to be constantly asking ourselves when we're doing things, is this draining me or is this fueling me? So anytime I make a food choice or anytime I make a social plan or anytime I, you know, start my day with a different thing, I always say to myself, is this draining me or is this fueling me? And if the answer is draining me, it's not happening. And I'm super, 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 super laser focused on my energy right now. So this is my number one focus. This is coming before my husband. This is coming before my daughter. This is coming before, you know, anything. And honestly, it makes me a better mom. It makes me a better wife because when my energy is aligned, I don't even have to think about it. Or when it's, you know, when I'm feeling vibrant, every other area of my life flows so I don't have to worry about, you know, oh, I'm so tired or I'm still tired. But it's kind of, it just, everything flows in that nice cyclical rhythm. And I'm always staying in my practice of asking, is this draining or is this fueling? And if you're an empath like me, this is where cord cutting comes in big time. And this is where you're working on protecting your energy and thinking about what, you know, you might be picking up throughout your day or, you know, online or what media you're consuming. This is where you really have to get strict. And then, you know, if you're not receiving, you really, really, really need to examine, you know, your energy and your vibration with a fine tooth comb. So the second part of what blocks your vibration is your belief. So in when we talked about belief coming back to number one, I mentioned that if you actually don't believe in your t- intention, this causes an energetic disruption in your vibration. And when your vibration is disrupted, this prevents your manifestation from happening. So you've all seen 
or heard of the secret, the law of attraction. So like meets like, like attracts like. So when your belief is not in line with your vibration, it's like sending mixed signals to someone you're dating or talking with a four-year-old, if you're me. But so you really have to be aligned with what you believe. And then the third thing is just, you know, not having enough energy work. So for me, I make energy work a consistent part of my self-care practice. I know that my vibration is higher when I do this. And this is not a plug to come have a healing session with me, um, although you're welcome to if if you'd like to. This is something real and something you can do at home for free. You know, you don't have to be attuned to Reiki to work on your energy. You can literally, you know, dry brush yourself after you've had, you know, an outing where you just kind of like felt too much energy or – You can kind of rub your hands together and just feel that energy between your hands and send love and light to your entire being. So it's something that if your intention is behind it and it's pure, you can totally do at home and for free. In I I talk about empowered energy a lot, and this is the art of fueling your inner grace to raise your vibration. That's that's a really big topic for me. Um, And being aware of your own vibration and just putting this first and foremost will definitely help you to start receiving. I can promise you that. So now come back to maybe what came up for you in the beginning of this episode where we talked about what is blocking you from receiving and from living, you know, your highest and best life. And then see if any of these principles that I just talked about, you know, resonate with you. And maybe pick just one. Maybe just pick one of these that you can come back to and start working on right away. Okay? And we're getting ready. So next week we have the new moon in Virgo. So we're going to start a new cycle. So we can start to rewire our brain and our thought patterns and open ourselves up to receive with this next cycle. In the next cycle, I also have my four-week signature course, Magic and Miracles, that will be starting the September Collective. And this is a four-week guided journey to inner peace, to clarity, to connection. And we we go deep here. Um, This is a, a, you know, a sisterhood and we go through these this digital learning platform together and we go through the modules and I guide you to kind of go big on your visions, but then also to take the steps that are crucial to start to bring them to life. And if you want some more information on the course, we have a few spots left. That is, I'll link it in the show notes for you, or you could go to caseymarandino.com and just click on magic and miracles. You can apply there. And I'd love to hear what is your big takeaway from this episode and what do you think is blocking you from receiving and how are you going to shift that? So if you want to take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your stories or tag me on Instagram, for every person that tags me and tags this episode, I will draw you an angel card and we'll see what the angels are saying about what is blocking you. All right. Thank you, ladies, for letting me guide you today and for sharing your energy and tuning in. 
I hope that you have a wonderful day. Namaste. Thank you for joining me this week on the Grace Chaser podcast. Are you a Grace Chaser? A Grace Chaser is an inspired woman engaged in the daily pursuit of beauty, compassion, and strength. Through her daily practice of tuning into inner grace, she achieves a deep inner peace that nourishes her mind, her body, and her soul. If that sounds like you, or if you would like it to sound like you, I'd love for you to check me out on Instagram at Casey underscore Marindino, or you can find me on Facebook. We have a tribe on there, Grace Chasers Group. Or you can check me out on my website, CaseyMarindino.com, and there's links for all of those places on my website. And I'd really appreciate it if you subscribed to catch every new episode. And if you'd like to leave me a review so I can continue bringing you fresh new content. I look forward to seeing you next week. Namaste.